Welcome to the Gear Slum. Uh, your one-stop shop. Your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. <laughs> we slum it hard so you don't have to. Guys, you'll know. Cole, be that, honest. Uh, Did you write that song just so you could sing the word dong? <laughs> yeah, I saved it in my looper as dong. <laughs> the dong song? <laughs> <laughs> the dongs. That dong, da dong, dong, dong. <laughs> it's so oh. funny to use the term write. Did you write that song? It's like three notes, you know? You did. You wrote it. That's like, but. Don't sell yourself like, short. But it is the best piece of music I've ever written in my life. It's it is it's, wonderful. It's, it's very simple. So, what was the inspiration? Gets the job done. I don't know. It was you. You wrote it with the intent of using it for the podcast. Yes. It wasn't like I don't know. Like some guys <laughs> have things lying around. They're like, oh, I should go through my like old things, and it's like, ooh, look at this. Did you sit down and go, okay, I need to write an intro for the podcast i think honestly it became a thing that i would play just when i would pick up a guitar you know how you have like okay. a couple like default riffs you go back to yes it just yes. kind of became this thing i would mess around with especially if i was like trying out a new amp just to like test the low end on it i guess you know i, I think we should do a song exploder episode on this <laughs> yes For for the 10 second intro song. Yeah. So, so tell us Cole piece by piece. Oh, you know, like one interesting, I don't know that it's interesting necessarily, but I don't know that I own any of the gear that I use to record that anymore either. Yes, you do. You said, uh, Pelotar. Isn't it a Pelotar? Oh yeah. Yes, it is Ooh. the Pelotar. That's right. Friend of the show. Friend I think of the show. I think about yeah. yeah. Friend of the show. I think about it every time. But I think the guitar I used was honestly. Like, I'm trying to remember what guitar I used on it. It was something that I sold. It it might have been. Yeah, I can't remember. I something Cole. I will tell you this. I think to myself. What a whenever I'm listening to whenever I'm listening to it. Um, I, I think to myself, when the uh, when the second guitar part comes in, that's like the higher like yeah like the harmony. Do we call it a harmony there. if it's guitars? Yeah. yeah, it could be a harmony. The higher harmony that's like it's like crunchier, it's fuzzier. Yeah. I always I I always think to myself, I love that freaking sound, and I'm so glad I. I own the pedal that created that sound, <laughs> even though I like, it's not my, it's not my vibe. Yeah. Like it's not your, like it's not your always single on. notes in general. <laughs> yeah. Because no, no, no. It is, I mean, like it weirdly is notes. just, 
it's two single note runs. Like it almost sounds like chords because there's so much distortion on it, but it's just right. two single notes, you know. The I think the only reason you'd notice is because there's the one by itself and then the Yeah, and the then the, just the one comes added. in after it. Yeah. And even the but, singing is just two notes, which I I know some people have complained that we should add a third in there, but I don't care about those people. Because <laughs> yeah, it has some ambiguity to it because you don't know. It might even be a minor chord because the third's not in there. Yeah, dude. What's that? I think I said it the first the the first time I heard it. I was like, oh, really? Can you hear me? Like it's missing the third. Um, yeah. I was like, there's three of us. You should put it. Th-. And you were like, you know what? You can shut your mouth because <laughs> I recorded it. And it's perfect. And Sounds I was like, like, oh, and it's done. Sounds and I'll do it again. You know what I think guitar I used on it is the green, uh, that sparkly green Telecaster Deluxe that I had. Or, yeah, Telecaster Deluxe, oh, the one with the wide range humbuckers in it. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's the guitar I used on it. And that was a cool guitar. That's dope. So, sparkle the- green. Pelotar and what else? And ooh, these are good questions. And just a deluxe reverb, I'm sure. It had to have been a deluxe reverb. Okay. Maybe I didn't even own a deluxe reverb. You know what I needed? It, but it was. I, I'm like I obsessively take pictures of my gear, so I could probably go back just like timing wise, because it would have we would have recorded it like right yeah. around the beginning of the podcast, right? It was like three years mm-hmm. ago. Even longer yeah. than that. I mean, oh, we're on yeah, episode yeah. 250, so Jeez. that's five years, dude. Wow. Yikes. That's kind of depressing, honestly. But Are you serious? That it's depressing or that for some it's reason, five years? Like, yeah, it's almost five. No, it, like, I for some reason, and we've, we've, there's plenty of evidence on this podcast that I'm not good with timelines, but <laughs> in for some reason in my mind, we have been habitually doing this podcast for three years yeah we like have in, but then we also in did five it two years from years. now i'm sure i will say wait and then an additional two year habitual. Yeah. that's <laughs> <sighs> um okay so only the one pedal with two different settings for the two two different parts because if so that's kind of badass yeah it's just like off and on dude well then, what's uh, no? Because the oh, you're right. So then, who who the first mixed, one is who mixed and who mastered it? I I uh, sent it off to this studio in Nashville to have it mastered. Nice. He worked. It, it uh, he not, worked with Amy it, Grant. It was neither mixed nor mastered. Was it Carmen's uh, engineer? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Did you see? He yeah. prayed over it. Ed Chu did like a dump of just like <laughs> I did. all of the pictures he's been saving, meaning to post in the slum. <laughs> and and one of them was some like, it was like a mean spirited post about Carmen when he died. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a Trump post or something. Wait, I need to... yeah. <laughs> Wait but then he's, did he act, is that the one where he said he accidentally posted it on his own timeline? Yes, on his own wall. It would have looked like freaking nonsense so, to any normal person. Yeah, it would have looked like. For for like, like his normal like, yeah, 
yeah, his normal friends are like, oh, he's freaking lost it. <laughs> yeah, because the majority, I'm sure, like, what is it? his Facebook pe- feed is just like his neighbors and crap. pictures of his family or whatever. Normally, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, anything that anybody posts in the gear slow, <laughs> yeah. if it showed up on their personal timeline. Yeah, I'd oh, be yeah, so dude. embarrassed. I, I'd be so thing. embarrassed. Jokes or sincere things. Either way, I'd be embarrassed for to yeah. accidentally post it somewhere else. Yeah, it needs to stay hidden. The, the, <laughs> the other funny That's why thing it's a that private happens group. is like uh, when somebody posts on their own wall and you think it's in the slum and you make and then you respond. Yeah. And then you realize like, oh, their aunt is the next one to reply. Like, oh, crap. What am I doing? Yeah, yes. Philip. I've Phil, done let that me share my way more times than I'd like to admit. Yes. Because I'm going to show you my guitars in December of 2015. And it's a pretty cool collection of guitars, honestly. I kind of. Oh, man. I had a really good guitar collection back then. Why do I have such boring guitars now? You okay, did I give up, you, man? Did I give you. Do you have permission? Probably. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, crap. Oh, take that porn away. Yeah. I got to close my other tabs. I I had to present to like our entire portfolio uh, a couple weeks ago. So it's like 80 or 90 people. Maybe I already told this. And at one part I had to show something in a browser and I intentionally left these tabs open that were like uh, management for dummies and like <laughs> how to get rid of how to get rid of toe fungus and like a couple different tabs. And it was pretty funny. And it was funny because like a couple people didn't realize it was a joke. So they messaged me like, hey, your tabs like, hey, I was like, yeah, I know. I wasn't actually looking at management for dummies, guys. Okay, so look That's at this picture. Awesome. I've got two American Standard Strats. That that one on the left is like a 99, maybe. It was a really cool guitar. I liked it a lot. Then I have that white Les Paul with the with the gold hardware that I owned two different times. From the sold same it, bought it, gentleman. Sold it to the guy for 600 and bought it back uh, for 500 this, That I was think. the boomerang, yeah. <laughs> And then that's an American standard telly, which that's the one guitar I miss the most that I've sold. And that's a Jim Adkins telly. Oh uh, yeah. I was going to ask. Like, that's about a pretty good. Line. That's a pretty good collection. I like that burst telly. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm not super into burst, but I have yeah. a burst. I'm not either. The burst yeah. with the black pit guard and then the maple yeah. fretboard is a really good look. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then I built that warmth one. Yeah, the, I like. I I'm like not a huge fan you. of maple fretboards either. In general, I don't like how they look. Yeah. But, but that one, oh, I have one very similar to that. This, this SG was really nice too. That was just an SG, like a standard. Mm. That burst SG. Yeah. So this, so this is May of 2016. So that would have been before. Oh, so that would have been the year we started. That would like May of 16 would have been like right around the time we started. Okay, so so tell me about those. But hearts. I'm not seeing a, I'm not seeing a green sparkle. Tell me, tell you about the what? 
those hearts on that paper there. <laughs> yeah, the bottom. They, oh, the that's bottom like right? all the random stuff my kids. That's all the random stuff my kids would give me. And then they always, they wanted to hang it on my wall, but the only tape I usually had around was just like blue painter's tape. So they would use, <laughs> that's why there's like all these random pieces of blue painter's tape holding stuff up. It's a window. Okay, into so those are the your... amps. I had an AC-15, a Deluxe Reverb, and a Marshall DSL-40. This is before oh, we were friends. I, cube. I can tell by your cabling. Yeah. Uh, oh you know what i just remembered now that's the guitar i used this this uh squire uh whatever this is maybe it was a fender the one on the right the the 51 what do they call that just a 51 telecaster what was that Uh, thing called that looks like a strap no It looks like a strat. It's supposed to look like a 51P bass. 51 Telecaster. Is that what it was called, though? Oh, maybe it was like 53. Oh, yeah. Fender Pawn Shop 51. Yeah. So it's a 51. Oh, it's just called a 51, I think. But it has a Fender neck on it. So, and yes, I remember that now because I'm pretty sure the clean part is on the neck pickup on that single coil. And then the distorted Mm. part is on the bridge pickup. Okay. And yeah, that timing works out September, 2016. Cause we started in like June and I don't think we did the theme song until after the first few episodes till it became the gear slum, I guess. (laughs) Was it the party animal that I used? No, I'm it wondering. might have been no, the party I'm animal. pretty sure it was. The, yeah, it was the Pelotar. See, there's the Pelotar there, the seafoam green. Ooh, Nobody at home can nice see ones. this, and they don't care about it. But I'll post some of these pictures in the group. So those okay. are the good old days. Remember when we used to Kyle Smith all our gear when we'd get it? Yeah. We used to have a lot more fun, you know? Maybe it's just me that stopped having well, I like fun. those gold pick cards. I know. <laughs> yeah, cool. I know. Those are cool. I had a white strat, white strat with a gold pit guard. And then I also had the J Mascus jazz master at the same time. Nice. So two anodized gold pit guards. I like that. Did you get rid, you got rid of that jazz master. Huh? Yeah. I don't have any of the, this is and now the baby first. V. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I still have that mini flying V. <laughs> I think it's cool. You do. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I don't think I because yeah, I would have cool. sold it for like, I only would have gotten like ten bucks for it if I sold it probably. Yeah. Oh man, remember oh, yeah, remember Audio Envy? <laughs> I do. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Junior sent that cable to me. Oh man, he paid like seventy oh, bucks yeah. for this freaking four foot guitar cable, and after he took it apart to make fun of the guy, he sent it to me. So I ended up buying one, and the guy sent me somebody else's order. Are you serious? Yeah, he sent me like two cables, and then he messaged me frantically saying, hey, I sent it to the wrong guy. (laughs) And I think it was Jimmy Jr. Dude, Dude, if you only, like, if you're going to sell something at an ultra premium, 
Like you better get every other aspect of the transition transaction exactly right. You know, totally. There's yeah. Like you no better freaking double check your addresses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for like all three cables that he ever sold two of them. Exactly. Were to That's me. what I'm saying. Like <laughs> there's no way he's selling more than one a week or something like that. You yeah. know, if that, oh, I mean, man. he's really only selling them to his, to uh, this was this guy who made these cables that have like, they have like freaking yarn on the inside of them. Yeah, and there was no actual shield either. Did you notice that? Huh. So we, we took it apart, and there's no actual shield. It's just so weird. two strands of wire <laughs> inside of TechFlex. And he's think- one of these guys who does like residential AV, so he probably just sells those cables to his clients that he's doing their AV installs oh, for. Oh, totally, yeah. And they have to pay the markup. Do you think he added the yarn like so it would feel different in the hand? I don't know. It was just to add heft or bulk. Right. Yeah. Right. Honestly. So like yeah. when you when you like held it in your hand, you'd be like, "Oh, this feels different." And then he told us, I mean, because I inquired about it. He said he used some special high tech tape and all this stuff, and took it apart, and it's just Teflon plumber's tape. <laughs> was he the one who got really mad and said that like he could sue you for opening it? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, Freaking he threatened idiot. to sue me for opening it, for talking about it. Just yeah, like, yeah, okay, right. man. As if, like, dude, like, yeah. okay, thing. when you yeah. buy something, it's yours. You do whatever you want to it. Yeah, Why you own it? Oh, that's See, the other could thing. Anyone... It has all this like, it it's... has all this Teflon tape on it. Yeah, that's what that's what I was just saying. Yeah. He, he talked about how it was some special high tech like NASA tape, and when we took it apart, <laughs> it was like, dude, this is like. Teflon plumber's tape. Plumber's <laughs> tape, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, ridiculous, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah the dude I'll was post, wild. I'll post pictures of all this stuff in the uh, in the Facebook group so people can follow along. Do you think that guy is still around in any of the groups? <laughs> oh, no, man. He got chased out of pretty much every group he was in. Yeah, because he was such a douchebag. Like, even, <laughs> yeah, even pretty much. You, even if you agreed with him, do you think he he's like in the Westminster so, group? He was like so aggressive about everything. Oh, that Westminster group. Wow. If you don't know Gun Street Wiring Shop by now, you must be living in the dark ages. They are the premier hand built wiring solution for all of your guitars. I have one in my Telecaster, I have a setup in there, five way. It's great. Have it in my Jazzmaster. It's amazing. I actually put it in my Epiphone Dot, brought the thing back to life. It's crazy. If you don't have it, you need it. Every guitar that you own will be better with Gun Street Wiring Shop. I promise. Also, if you join the street crew, you get a discount on the product. And I guarantee you'll enjoy it. If you get it and you don't like it, I will punch Cole in the face. That's my guarantee. Check it out right now at GunStreetWiringShop.com. Dude, (laughs) should we talk about that? So we, Andy, how much of that thread have you read? You know, I got caught up on it right before I hopped on this call. And I was like, man, you know, I was going to I was gonna comment on there. I, I think I sent you guys a meme, too, recently, what, like something that Cody had posted. And it was... Yeah, that uh, sounds familiar. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't have the energy to get into it on Facebook with that. Good. <laughs> it's, it's weird. So basically what happened, we joked about the GT... The Jatipwa 
thing last time. We talked about how they changed their name to Gear Talk WAP. Yeah. And so then you created this group and they didn't even talk about that aspect of it, I don't think. But basically the guys, the Westminster guys do a podcast and they talked about this. And from what I can tell, I haven't listened to it, but it seems like their standpoint is that (laughs) it was like very unprofessional and uh, inappropriate for gear talk to change their name to gear talk. WAP. Is that the impression that you guys? Well, yeah. And here I'll, I'll say this, I'll say this. I, um, first of all, I have, I have not listened to their episode. Uh, if, if somebody thinks that I should, I will. If we have any, any viewer, even if you think I should, I know Aaron did. Oh, he listened. Aaron listened, but Aaron's not here. I I, I mean, I didn't listen to it, but I was just watching it unfold in that group. But. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So here's here's what I'll say. I, I will say uh, not to put words in your mouth, but I I believe that one of the reasons you decided to create create this uh, this group was, I mean, one because you saw the opportunity and you jumped on it. But like, the thing is, Gear Talk praise and worship is so easy to laugh at because way more often than not they take themselves too freaking seriously exactly and if there were if there were a group that takes itself more seriously than (laughs) that group it is the westminster yeah effects guys yeah totally so so like them saying hey this is a bad move is like okay oh my goodness yeah like put yourself in a position where you would actually say like hey the gear talk praise and worship guys weren't being serious enough like right that's when you know you <laughs> that's when that lost the mark you know yes it yes like you know everybody i mean everybody that i know personally that i interact with i mean they they look at the gear talk praise and worship group almost as a joke right because of that reason yeah, totally. like what you talked about and it's i can't relate to yeah thinking yeah that they should be taking themselves more seriously. I just, it's it's so far out there to me that I can't even imagine being in that frame of mind that I don't know. Right. So Joe high C high C like the drink fan of the show, recent Patron, uh, absolute all-star gear, some all-star. He's the one who posted the link to the podcast in the, in our new gear talk PNW group. And can we call it the real gear talk PW because great. The real right now it is. Yeah. (laughs) It is the biggest people out there. And, uh, (laughs) the second comment. Okay. So the, the thread is like, it's whatever the very set, like the second comment is from a person that I don't recognize. Maybe I should John King, but, it just says this is punishingly boring to listen to. And there are a few other comments that were kind of <laughs> oh, which is like so aggressive, dude. 
and then one of the hosts is actually in there too i know so aaron (laughs) says what kind of person would make a podcast about this topic joking about how we talked about it all week right right but of course uh so john makes the comment jeff clemens you know of old jatipa fame uh he of course has to get in and be all serious about everything everyone's making fun of it and then john ross not bob ross unfortunately he uh oh dude Oops, for any sorry. relation probably go back far enough <laughs> um he posts a freaking wall of text to yeah. basically say dude so uh, much so it's like one of those i clicked on see more and it went off the end of my page and i have a big mom <laughs> yeah if you have to scroll yeah. on your computer <laughs> yeah that is not a good sign i have a 42 inch monitor and it went off my monitor <laughs> uh, so he oh my god so he has so he has a lot to say <laughs> dude and it's all he starts off with we appreciate the episode listens uh our intention is I not love- to convey a and I love Andrew Renard's response. Dude, his very first. That's like the best part. Yes. So at the very end, again, he also says, again, if you gave it a listen, thanks. We've got a lot of great content over the years, but maybe stay away from the song critiques until you have a few other episodes under your belt. He's like genuinely trying to like advertise for his podcast. It's like, dude, nobody in this group wants to listen to your podcast, period. And the again. very first reply is Andrew Renard saying bold of you to assume that i listened but okay <laughs> yeah because oh, that again, one, that one killed so, me. here's the that thing. One totally killed me uh, and i don't know is thing, it reinard or is it this is group, it reinard or reinard? reinard i think it's reinard right yeah reinard <laughs> andy reinard it's andrew andy reinard oh yeah the office. he's the Renard. um <laughs> yeah <laughs> Our dog. Um, so, so here's the here's the problem with John Ross saying anything longer than I don't know thirty words, right? Like thirty words is too much. Because yeah, like, hey guys, hey guys, like I'm glad you listened. You probably didn't enjoy it, but whatever. We we figured to put it out there. Like no hard feelings or whatever, you know. Yeah, and and then like. If he wanted, if he wanted to fit in in this group, he should have said "butthole" in there somewhere. Exactly. Because, like, the fact that he goes, this again, like I said at the beginning, this group is making fun of the fact that Gear Talk, Praise, and Worship takes itself too seriously. So then, in that, in this group that is now saying the premise is the thesis is that group over there takes itself too seriously, he says. He he comes here to defend a serious take in, in the group that's making fun of him already. Yeah, totally. In the it's lion's such a den. Weird, it's such a weird thing. Like ta- that is that is the most tone deaf thing. It's like, dude, this I mean, yeah. I I'm sure there are other like spin-off groups, right? Like they're probably at this point, there probably there is are I, definitely we just haven't heard more of it. serious guys... groups than Jatipwa. Like you know, there is I, no I, shortage of serious yeah. groups, right? But the thing, <laughs> again, this right. isn't even a serious. I think ours, is the, ours is the opposite what of, of what he wants. But I love, I just thought it was so fun. Oh, and then Andrew's next comment. So John, which I thought was actually kind of funny. 
edited to reflect listener ambiguity, which is kind of a funny reply. He says, <laughs> I stopped reading at we appreciate the episode listens because I figure it doesn't apply to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then Aaron gets in the mix. So because he said these funny things, check out his company, Fox Cairo. Aaron's- support <laughs> support yeah. his business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I do think it'd be fun if yeah. uh, we muted this guy, though. This guy, John. Oh, no. Just- you got it because he's only digging his own grave. Yeah, uh, that's true. I he's think it would be funny if you make him, in, make him a mod. <laughs> Dude, you have the power to do it. Whenever anybody pisses, whenever uh, anyone pisses us off in that group, we need to make them a mod. Not like take take away access. We need to give them more. Like, what is the opposite of the P Dub thing to do? Yeah, the P Dub things. Oh, you're making me mad. Your opinions are making me mad. So I'm going to take things from you. We need take to go, them away. You yeah. get more. Silence them. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Dude, you're so right. Been, you are uh, so right. We need to do that. It's been fun. <laughs> another idea. Here's another idea. No, I'm not going to say it on the. I'm not going to say it on the podcast because it, maybe it, it might be too good of an idea. I'll save it and I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> the only thing, like, there's a part of me. The only, the only hesitation I have with stuff like this is I don't want to slip into the trap of uh, making fun of somebody just because they're serious about something. Like, because they care sincerely about, yeah, that's because that's like the very easy, like, oh, you actually care about something, you loser. And it's like, well, yeah, you should care about some stuff, but this is not it. (laughs) Like, you know, yeah, some random Facebook group, that's not the thing you should care about. Okay. Yes. But in uh, John Ross's defense, he's, he's defending his, his creation and his creation is ultra serious. So what else is yes, he supposed exactly. to do? Yes, exactly. So it's like if somebody so like, posted, hey, look at the gear slum. These guys are idiots. It'd be like, yeah, we are idiots. That's kind of our brand, right. you know? Like, right. But but yeah, they've they've basically, it's like they insulted his, his mom or something like that, you know? I mean, he totally yeah, took well, it way yeah. personal, you know? But I don't know. It's like, I guess it's hard for me to say he needs to relax because they do totally take themselves way too seriously. I mean, yeah, that's not but, their, that's not their brand, but dude, relaxing. they need to relax. They, yeah. they, they, to, they are not okay. super chill, They're not know, super like, chill at all. Over there. <laughs> uh, that, and just Every for post the record, that, I, that was, that was episode one forty one. I wonder like what, so did you guys used to listen to the Wampler podcast back in the day? When it was uh, Travis a million years and the ago. other guy, when it was like yeah. the two guys who were buddies. Oh, like, actually, pretty wait a minute. Yes, wasn't wasn't the Wampler guy the guy that talked about like uh, uh, gravy, uh, biscuits and gravy all the time? Yeah, bees and he's, cheese. He's the guy that's uh, good oh, friends that with guy's uh, Brad Morgan, <laughs> well, no. right? So like Wampler was on. Wampler would be on the podcast. But he didn't say much. And then it was the guy who was like this insanely yes. good guitarist and then his buddy. And they both the buddy like worked at Wampler full time. And the guy who was a really good t- guitarist would come in and like test pedals for him and stuff. Yes. And then they would record this podcast and they're both like very entertaining. Yes. But 
the reason it worked is because it wasn't really about Wampler pedals, you know. Right. It's just was like, this around the time where he did the documentary with Morgan Freeman? No. <laughs> no. In fact, that's what's that's interesting because like the most <laughs> the most exposure I had to Wampler as a personality was, was from that podcast and and he didn't take Same. himself seriously at all on the podcast. He uh, would like joke I thought you were going to talk about it at the Nam house when we were watching the video. No, that's why, like, when you hear other people talk about how Wampler's kind of full of himself and stuff, I was like, I didn't I didn't see that. But then, yeah, when you watch the trailer for his documentary with the fake Morgan Freeman. And we'll we'll post that in the group. Right. I forgot all about that podcast, that podcast. But I remember I, I think I started listening to that one right around the same time I started listening to 60 Cycle Hum. Yeah. And I know Wampler had been going for a, for longer. Seven years older than me. Mm-hmm. He was in a band at that time. At like a high school. Oh, no. He played the drums. And I remember I was up in my bedroom and wanting to go downstairs to see what they were doing. And, of course, Mom was like, no, you leave them alone. Um, but I finally did sneak downstairs. Um, the background and the music. guitar player had this flying V. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's basically this body is shaped like a V. And I was like, that is so cool. That was like the coolest thing to me ever for some reason at that age. Uh, from that moment on, I wanted to play guitar. Uh, I finally talked my parents into buying a guitar for Christmas for me. Brian, you gotta skip ahead to the Morgan Freeman part. Rock sparked his inspiration to recreate the sounds he loved. I took lessons for that. Come on. Wow. Did, oh my gosh. Did Dang, Brian Wampler to- pay top dollar to get Morgan Freeman? to do that documentary poor is the whole like the thing like the hope is that it is entirely satire but it can't be like it's not possible if you watch the whole thing it's not possible for it to be all satire so then the only other option is that it's all serious yeah he's totally taking taking himself seriously on this i mean he named it global success from tone chaser to global success that's and that's the thing, like the fact that he I has been so successful. Joke. Like if we made a documentary called Global Success about our podcast and had a fake Morgan Freeman, it would be obvious that we were joking, right? But like he's too successful to joke about that too, you know. So like the only option is that he's being painfully serious, and that is or he's else. a master troll and he's trolling all yeah, of yeah. which honestly, like that's what I'm trying yeah. to figure out is like is it's and based on like based on listening to that podcast back in the day it i would not be surprised if that entire thing is a troll especially the fake morgan freeman like that is so that is so (laughs) over the top ridiculous isn't it (laughs) the guy actually sounds like morgan freeman it's a pretty good like my hope is that he got it wasn't like realistically probably what happened is like he knew someone who could do a good Morgan Freeman impression as a joke. But like, what if he paid thousands of dollars to a Morgan Freeman impersonator? You know, how, how amazing would that be? I don't know. I, I kind of want to Google, uh, Morgan Freeman voiceover actors (laughs) and see what comes up. That's the thing, though, like the difference between like the the thousands of dollars an hour and the fifty dollars an hour is probably subtle, you know, because that's such a popular impression to do. 
I'm sure there are a lot of people yeah, the that, idea, that claim to be able to do a good morning. Freeman, this, than you know? a man who abided his life to these words. Brian Wampler. I barely <laughs> Dude, that has uh, to be a joke though, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so bad. Oh man. It's so good though. <laughs> you can't make a documentary about yourself and call it global success. Man, part of it is you know if you're gonna, but if you're gonna make a serious documentary, though, are you gonna hire a Morgan Freeman actor? You know, (laughs) (laughs) a voice actor, exactly, an impersonator. Yeah, so weird, dude. (laughs) Uh, Could watch this over and over, laugh more every time. I think it was Atley that showed us. So I don't remember <laughs> the. Uh, what are you saying, Phil? What was that? I don't know. Oh, see, here's a guy. Here's a I. I found one. Here's a, You're a guy at that Morgan does Freeman Morgan voice Freeman. Actors? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so I don't remember what the name of the guy is who uh, was the sidekick, the funny, fun sidekick on the Wampler podcast. But that's like, like, I love that podcast. And then when he left and it was like, oh, I can't remember. I think it was moving or something. And it was like, it was like an amiable thing. He was like, he was leaving the podcast or at least it seemed to be. Um, And I listened to the, the episode after he left and I was like, nope, I never listened again. Like, not. Yeah, it was terrible. It, it, I And I didn't, it didn't even occur to me. It was like, I was listening for that guy. That guy yeah. was the one that made me laugh, that yeah. was fun to listen to. He was and genuinely, like, and the, the two take, of them together, because they had been friends for a long time. They had really good chemistry. Yeah. You could tell they were like natural entertainers. There was stuff, a chemistry you know? issue for sure. So, and honestly, like I, I haven't listened. I feel bad saying this friend of the show, Blake Wyland. He, he's, he did a lot of podcasts with Wampler after those guys left. And I don't know if they still do. Um, but at first those ones were kind of rough. Cause you could tell he and Wampler just didn't know each other that well. And it's hard, you know, like when you don't have that much chemistry and there's like a big power dynamic, mm. I think part of why it worked with those other guys is because they were just friends with Wampler and they didn't see him as like the big powerful boss man, you know? And I think like a lot of the other people that he interviews or that he has on podcasts, there's like a disparity there, you know? I can't tell if you're, if you're roboting out Phil, but here's a little tidbit that I remembered. Okay. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast. So that that guitar that I had that I recorded the theme song with was a Fender Pawn Shop 51, which is, uh, you guys can all look up the model, but it's meant to look like a 51P bass. Mm-hmm. And that's what that notch in the pick guard is where they used to have the little pickup cover on the P bass, the big old metal deal. 
So I took the neck off that guitar and put it on the pink Telecaster body that I gave to Aaron. The body, the body Paul sent. So Paul Pennington had that, uh, that, uh, I think it was, it was an MJT body. Cause I had a picture of it here. I haven't uh, seen Paul Pennington around in the groups lately. Yeah, that's a good point. I haven't seen him in a while either. And I don't know if, yeah. So yeah, it was an MJT body. Mm-hmm. And I took the 51, I took the neck off that 51. It was a cool neck. It was like pretty narrow, but it was really glossy. I mean, it was like a lot of the made in Japan necks probably. And it was kind of like a vintage tint to it a little bit. It was cool. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Mm-hmm. So just trust me. I be- cool. Okay. I believe you. Just, just trust me. <laughs> Do I need to stop like buying and selling so many guitars? Or I need to start buying more again? Because I had some cool guitars. At different I think ones. you need to buy more. How many yeah, are you I up to so. now? What do you have right now? I have the Equits. What's fellows. that behind you? That's one of the Ronies. Oh. That's the one that has like the drum wrap on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So but you three, have the equals, three the fellows, and two bases, and then I have bases, an American Strat. Back to bases. Back to bases. This episode is brought to you by the Sinusoid Custom Shop. Sinusoid Custom Shop is capable of doing pretty much whatever you want for your cables. Um, they can make cool like tech flex combinations. They can make right angle on one end and a noiseless jack on the other end. They can do pretty much whatever you want. They got their speaker cables in there. They have also have a really cool builder. You go on the website. You can design whatever you want. Uh, if you want a snake to put all your stuff in a loom together, you can do that there. If you want something wild out of the box, send them an email. They can do it. They do all kinds of crazy stuff all the time. And if you join our Patreon, you get a special discount for anything you buy from Sinusoid, including the custom shop. So tell them we sent you. You won't regret it. Sinusoid.com. I don't even know how long we've been recording. Yeah, I don't either. What else do you guys want to talk about? Okay. Well, if we... Not to uh, get the viewers... A peek behind the curtain but if we stop now and start a second one andy do you have time to play the game right off the bat and then take off or do you, or do you have time you to need stick to go? around how much time do you have yeah that's a better like question. five minutes oh yeah, yeah let's wait till next week okay don't yeah. you think do your game really quick phil yeah let's do the game do your game and then we'll call it really okay yeah, five five it. minutes five minutes you yeah. think you think we can play well, this game in five minutes he'll stretch it into 10 <laughs> i got five I minutes <laughs> okay this is everyone's favorite game called guess that pedal review i'm excited for this this is uh this review is posted by one more. That's the username. It is a four-star review titled Dial In Many Different Tones Fast. Reviewed in the United States on November 24th, 2020. Uh, 
and the review is as follows. I have had this for a few months. I use it with my amp and DI. I can dial in some great tones fast with this thing. As for DI, I still find a need to put another pedal amp simulator after pedal name for better sound quality to lessen the harshness for some of the settings. There is a FW update allows you to expand the number of user sets to 128 user sets. That might be bit much to remember which user set was which when searching for where you save a particular one. For digital display, can only display a few characters. So it will be very cryptic if that's the if that's used for the labeling viewing of the user sets. Unless it is viewable on external computer, which it does say that there is a MIDI option. For now, I am fine with the memory sets direct on the pedal name. There's a MIDI option. Is it a brother's? It is not a brother's. Is it a... Uh, is it meant to have like a DI out? Like it has a direct out on it? It has MIDI though, huh? Yeah, with 128 hmm. sets. It's hmm. a lot of sets. Does That's as many a... sets as I do at the gym. That's not a Chase Bliss because they don't have the display. Oh, it mentioned a display, right? Yeah. You know, I was originally Ooh, look thinking... At Aunt, see, uh, look at Sherlock like Andy over here. Is it a big sky? Or timeline? A specular? Tempest? It is not a have... big sky. Because they have a cab sim out on the big sky. Is it? It's not Strymon? It is not Strymon. Is it a reverb is it, pedal? Is it the GFI? The, the synesthesia? No. Is it a reverb pedal? It is not a reverb pedal. Is it a delay? It is not a delay. Oh, is it the Emerson distortion? It is not. Ah, oh, I thought I had it. Is it a modulation? Not modulation. Is it like an amp cab sim thing? No. I'd imagine it, it is not a cab sim. Cab sim. It, it's not distortion? Sim. Or is it distortion or drive it's... of some kind? It is distortion or drive of some kind. <laughs> dude, your internet sucks. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, is it... Uh, oh, I'm looking here. Is it one of the source audio pedals? No. Okay. I think Andy just... Piece did, here. Huh? I think Andy just admitted to cheating. 
Are you Googling it, Andy? Oh, I'm looking at some different models. <laughs> yeah. Am I not supposed to? Can I not? No, you're not supposed to you Google can. things. Well, I'm not Googling. I'm, hey, I'm on, I'm on a website. I'm on Strymon's site oh, right now. It's not, I mean, it's not an eventide because that has all kinds of stuff in it. Yeah, eventide. It is not an eventide. Uh, is it a Strymon? It is not a Strymon. Is it? Oh, is it the boss? It is boss. Is it the boss. the OD two hundred? It is the OD two hundred. Sixty-nine points for Cole. Nice. That's a cool. I like the Boss two hundred series pedals. Honestly, I I, I won't be googling anymore. <laughs> Do you have one more for us, Phil? I didn't know that was cheating. Sorry. <laughs> It's okay. Any, I do. Any, anything to move the game along. <laughs> All right, let's do another one. Okay, this is... Okay. This is uh, a one-star review. Let's see. One-star review from Jonathan Kenamore. And the review is titled... Oh, no, that's just... It's just a fill-in. Um, okay. This is a review from the United States, June 1st, 2018. Purchased this item twice, and both pedals sent out a nasty, untamable hum. I tried it disconnected from my board, alternative power sources, and moving it away from electronic objects, and still no good. The presets were always a filtered mess as if the filter switch was gradually being moved despite trying to save presets with the knob zeroed out. I feel like I'm missing something obvious or misread something about this pedal. It's unplayable due to hum both by itself and on my board, in my apartment, and in isolated locations. That's that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that gives us nothing to work with. <laughs> there are plenty of things. Is it a is it a modulation? Is it a modulation pedal? Yes. Come on, context clues, you guys. Filter knob. So it's like a it's yes. a it's a formant filter of some kind. I don't know what those words mean, or but is it just a filter? It's a filter pedal. Is it the MD two hundred? It is not the MD two hundred. So it has a filter knob. Is it anything with a filter knob? It is not a chorus. Is it just like a, oh, an Ottawa maybe? No. Ottawa Senators? (laughs) We don't speak of Canada. Uh, What kind of? What type of modulation is it, Phil? I'm just oh, going to start asking the questions me. I want to ask. No, I'm just going to ask you that. I have to answer. What I have to. How many knobs? Is it like a? Uh, is it like a? It stand, is, uh, is it like one an, of the standard? Off white. Is like a standard type of modulation. Is a? Is it a chorus? It's a phaser. Flanger. Some fancy. It's not a chorus. Not a phaser. Not a flanger. Is it a Univibe? 
It is not a Univibe. Tremolo? Vibrato? Come on. Nope, nope. Come on. What would be the next one on a board if those are all covered? Octave? Octave of some kind or a pitch? There it is. Octave. Nonsense. It is an octave pedal. Is it a whammy? It is an octave pedal. Is it seven up? Seven up? It is not seven up. It has presets on it. It's off white presets. It does. It does. I don't know octave pedals at all. I can't Uh, think of any four knobs. Standard size. It is not standard size. And it it has eight knobs. And to speed things along, to speed things along, I will tell you this. Uh, This is a brand that we are all familiar with. Andy has expressed his dislike of this brand. Of the, oh, are we allowed to say that publicly? (laughs) That doesn't really narrow it down because there's a lot of things Andy doesn't like. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, there are. Oh, man. I'll just start listing all the things I don't like. Is it Walrus? Hey, I like Walrus. <laughs> it is Walrus. Yeah, that's what I was. What? I like Walrus. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's expressed his displeasure at Walrus before. The gaslighting me here, man. Oh, then what am I confused? Oh, oops. I'm thinking of. Probably I'm thinking of another him. brand that I'm not going to say. Then. Okay. My mistake. I apologize, Andrew. And I apologize, I Walrus. Picture. Oh. I like apologize. Double, it's like a double. What's that guy's name? Clint. Colt. Yeah. Colt. It's like a double sized. We know you're a huge fan of it. One of those Mako pedals. The big. Yeah, it's the double sized oh, pedals. What is it? I'm not going to get it, but it's their double sized octave pedal. It's off white, as you told us. What's the next sound? <laughs> Luminary. Luminary! Yeah. Dude, Cole, you're two for two. Dude, I killed that one. Half of 69 points for Cole. I, I remember being like being interested in that pedal. I have very little interest in octave pedals in general, but that one seemed very interesting. I have a, I have a yes. three leaf octave pedal. Like what? Pre- it just nice. has like a favorite. It just has like a favorite switch, doesn't it? Like, it's not like it's you guys like a million presets. Guess who's here? Oh my goodness. Do you have to leave, Andy? Brittany. I want to say hi. Hello. Hey. (laughs) Look who it is. Dialing in (laughs) from overseas. (laughs) At a rest stop. I'm uh I'm driving right now. Aaron, you're the 69th caller. (laughs) Oh, am I the winner? You are. (laughs) Did I get the Taylor Swift ticket? Yeah, she's playing, down the the deep, she's, she's playing down at the depot and the gift yeah. pack. <laughs> so, so hey, Aaron Abubo, what's your favorite radio station? Uh, KSLM, the slum, slum, of course. 
The Slum. 6969. You're listening to The Slum. <laughs> My parents used to listen to the Christian radio all the time, like the local one, back when there were local Christian radio stations, and they would do a question of the day every morning, and I would call in sometimes, and you would win like free Domino's pizza. Like, sick. Oh, man. Nice. You just won $10 worth of pizza. Andy, right, guys. We, we don't want to keep you. Get out of here, if, Andy. Uh, Thanks for friendship. I gotta go. See you guys. Thanks for friendship. Thanks, Thanks for friendship, friendship, Andy. Peace.